0: welcome everybody episode 15 season 2 how you say podcast I'm boyd and I'm AJ and we are right smack in the middle of the playoffs
1: well one of us is
0: yes uh tensions run a little high these days I think I think people are feeling the pressure there's been uh, a lot of chatter this year people are really trying to uh, prove that they have the best team both with their play and their talk and uh,
1: it will be I like it yeah look i can definitely feel on the whatsapp group we have a little bit more tension uh all comments may be taken with a little bit more snarkiness implied or not um deserved or not (laughs) the it'll be interesting how it shapes out because i think we've got like last year it was about first year And who else was in the playoffs with me? It was like me, Barrett. I was in the playoffs,
0: if you recall. You
1: bumped out first week. And Christina made it, and
0: Randy made it, and... uh, Dandy made it. Yeah. And Randy had a pretty good team last year. I've been going back and listening to some previous episodes just to kind of, uh, you know, see how how we're doing one year to the next. And, um, yeah, I forgot how good Randy's team was last year.
1: But it's it was, it's more like, I think this is the first time we've had so many of the original, after like, say, the first two seasons, mm-hmm. make it deep in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Well, plus, you know, Badger is continuing the string of new to the league and gets right in the playoffs and starts mixing things up. Is yes. she going to go uh, first pick to champion just like Barrett did? We, we shall see. Or actually, Eric was first pick, was it? Eric was first so pick. So second pick. Uh, but yeah. my point remains the same. Okay, well, let's see where we stand. Uh, right now, uh, we've got uh, all four of the top four seeds remaining in the winner's bracket. Um, we so had,
1: matches went as predicted. As predicted. Uh, based on... Prediction score and based on seeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you won. Congratulations. Well, thank you. You thumped Holt score by uh, almost 50 points.
0: Had a couple of big performances on Monday night. Uh, it was close there for a while. We thought it might have been another negative point performance from Boso's quarterback, but a uh, good thing they played two halves and not one. Uh, Carson Wentz was dynamite uh, looking for Zach and only Zach in the second
1: half. And
0: Holtz- Do you know who he did not throw to in that second half?
1: Who?
0: Dallas Godert.
1: Yes. It's okay. Uh, Holsco can take his weekly plies home with him, along with the rest of his team. Yes. The rest of the
0: year. Huge performance from Young Hung Ko. Uh, 12 points from the kicker position.
1: Yeah,
0: Taking home the big 999.
1: Pot- uh, a potential fumble recovery as well should be attributed to him. <laughs> Maybe next year. Um, but you, you decided to start a kicker with zero points when it was the kicker plies? Yeah, well, you know, you
0: can't win them all. I mean, imagine how good my team would have been if i had had an actual kicker in there. It mm. would have been fantastic.
1: And, uh on the other matchup, it was, uh, Christina versus Danny. And it was looking interesting come about halfway through the... Uh, first, like the morning games, mm-hmm. where Danny's team had was outperforming, scored some early touchdowns. And then Danny's team kind of fell away, and Christina's team went on to score the 106 points that yeah. they were predicting. So, nice win by Christina, even though she started a defense that scored negative four points. Mm-hmm. The why 49ers, you, they're terrible. Yeah, why would you start a defense going against New Orleans or... Uh, the four is like... it's ah, a good question. Defense. It was just like... It's valid.
0: Yeah. Uh, quickly to the consolation ladder. Um, we can congratulate you and Eric, uh, for winning your first round matchups. You are now, uh, ineligible for wings. Or, rather, eligible to not eat wings, I guess. Guaranteed not to eat wings.
1: Yes, that would be the best way of saying. Yeah, alright. Um, yeah, Eric, uh... Had a convincing win over uh, Fanny. Fanny. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, even with zero points from Josh Jacobs, uh, the negative six points from the New Orleans defense didn't help Fanny there. Yeah. Uh, not much more to say. Like, Deshaun Watson, garbage time touchdown galore. Um, yeah. Kittle and Godwin doing Kittle and Godwin things, but not, like, too late. Long place, long time.
0: Solid performance from the kill So Good squad. Yeah, And then you, with the 45-point beatdown of Barrett. Did you let her know about it?
1: No, no.
0: Does she have to change her team name again?
1: No. Oh, okay. made no bets. Well, that's good. Um, I was worried because in the first five minutes, no, in the first 15 minutes of the Sunday morning games, her tight end won Jared Cook and scored 19 points. Uh Uh-huh two quick touchdowns. <laughs> and I was just like what the fuck. Yeah. What have I got myself into? here? But then after that That was pretty more. much the end of it. That was yeah. it. Like he got knocked out and so did her chances.
0: You need a big 35-point performance from your boyfriend Austin Eckler. Yeah. Have
1: you proposed to him yet?
0: Where's the no. what's the relationship scale? So here?
1: He needs to secure our future first. Okay. So he needs to lock down that starting running back position. okay. And then I'll propose. Whose
0: job is it to take out Melvin Gordon, you or his?
1: No, Melvin Gordon's leaving town.
0: Oh, okay. You already know
1: that. Yeah, he's leaving town.
0: I've heard that one before.
1: What? It is now just up to him, you know, say nice things to whoever the coach is.
0: (laughs) Yeah, all right. Uh, and then in the last performance, or last matchup of the week, we had uh, Baker vanquishing Laura. Unfortunately, it does not uh, keep Baker out of the toilet bowl. He still has work to do. Yes. Um, but a win in either of the next two weeks, for either of those teams, really, uh, make sure that they do not eat wings. Uh, mm-hmm. And Barrett now is going to be right in that mix.
1: Yep it's at the bottom but it doesn't really matter now like the four teams that can eat wings they're all in the same position yeah like even though it is a ladder you can just say this is the semifinals,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or for the toilet bowl
0: how big of an upset would it be for andrew to eat wings after we established that he was fourth highest scoring team in the league this year should he lose next week he finds himself in the toilet bowl
1: yeah, and he's going up against Barrett and Barrett can, no, no, he's going up against Bake. So, and Bake has got some reinforcements this, year, this week. Mm-hmm. Um, sad news that he's leaving.
0: Yes, big announcement. This is Bake's last hurrah in the How You Say Fantasy League. And boy, is he making moves. Yeah. This is, I mean, it's like a Corey level amount of moves uh, coming out of the Bake squad over there. Yeah.
1: He is making moves. He is, uh, who did he pick up? He picked up Colonel Mustard.
0: Yep, Colonel Mustard. He, um, A bunch of other guys.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Anthony Miller, I believe. Mm. Um, doing whatever he can to Naughty Wings, which is funny because we haven't really decided. There hasn't really been a precedent for if you leave the league and you got last place, do you have to eat wings for the incoming team? Mm. Is there any sort of punishment? I mean, Borchers got off scat-free. Had a terrible team. Barrett took over. Barrett did not have to eat wings. Keith did not have to eat wings. She did offer, but um, doesn't really seem fair. But uh, I think what we should do is just have you eat wings for Baker.
1: Alec was the one nominated, if anyone, because he drafted Bake's team.
0: Well, so by that logic, if badger wins the championship should cory share in the championship since he oh, was technically the proxy for badgers team let's
1: just say that if cory makes it to the championship with badger uh-huh. there's gonna be a lot of talking about how cory is the best drafter oh in the of world. course yeah but even though i don't think cory had any say he just had to pick The best one. He did say
0: numerous times that I'm just going off the sheet. This is what Wood Badger has on her sheet, and it sounds like it was pretty specific. So, uh, Corey, you get zero credit for Badger's team. Uh, All right. Well, we had a discussion last week about you know some alternate ways of doing the standings, and I just want to get it out there. I did a little research. uh, What would have happened if? Um, If we had gone with exactly your plan, uh, that means Eric and Fanny would have made the playoffs. Uh, Both of them would have lost in the first round. So it all came out in the wash. Uh, Now, if we had done something like just the alternate win total, where you get a win for a top six score each week, and and that's the only way to do it, then you and Eric would have made it in, and uh, both of you would have lost in the first round. And if we had done something else, which is just total points, make it maybe like a best ball league for 13 weeks, and then top six get in, you and Fanny would have made it in, um, you would have been in the 4-5 matchup against each other, and you would have beat him. So there is a world in which we change <laughs> the way we do fantasy football, and based on the, te- the exact team that you had, you would be in the semifinals right now. Does that make you feel any better? Sure,
1: I don't care. Yeah, all right. like, It's more about let's change it next year so we have the extra points there's a like we can debate about whether it's like one point for top six or if it's two points for top four Mm -hmm. like make it a little bit more weighted like you need to get the top four like it can't be that oh you scored like the sixth highest points and you lost to one of the other like the fifth highest team yeah that's like okay that's unlucky but it is it really that unlucky no like whereas you could say okay if you scored the 4th highest points and lost to one of the top 3 teams then you're like going okay now you're getting in the unlucky well so it's just another thing where but now we're valuing that higher than the wins yeah so we can discuss debate over the summer winter
0: I tell you this, if we go to some system in which it's less about the weekly matchups, then I'm not sure what you and I would talk about each week. There, w- there wouldn't be any picks to make. We would just be uh, gabbing endlessly about how much we love our own teams and hate everybody else's teams, and that's probably less interesting. That's
1: uh, what we do like
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's do a quick waiver talk. Uh, there there's a mad dash on the waivers this week. It was very exciting. A lot of money spent on essentially two guys, Raheem, Colonel Mostert, and A.J. Brown. And a number of us did multiple bids on each guy. I'm looking at this. Christine and I each bid $15 on A.J. Brown. Do you know who had $15 exactly heading into the week? Corey. (laughs) Do you know who might have some question marks at receiver? Corey. So, I was very very intrigued when I saw Christina bid the exact amount that I did, which is what I was doing. which is why blocking... did you bid
1: 16? Were you higher on the I was waiver? higher on
0: the waiver priority, so okay. I could have bid the same amount that he had, and, and I okay. knew I was going to get him, which I think is why I got him over Christina's because I had higher than both. But, I mean, Christina had, like, $30, so she easily could have outbid me. I only had 22. Yep. Um, so we keep A.J. Brown out of Corey's hands. Let's see what happens. Let's see if that turns out to be a good keep-away move or not. Um one last note, I as I was going back and listening to some podcasts from last year, I found out that we actually only did uh picks for the regular season and then we had a final regular season standings and then the playoffs were a whole different animal. So we're we're all done with uh seeing who's the better picker. And here's how we shook out. I was forty two and thirty on the year, you were thirty-five and twenty-five. Uh so I got you on most wins. But uh, for those math wizards at home who've already done the math, we actually got the exact same percentage. To the It's .58333 in perpetuity. So to the infinitieth decimal point, we got the same percentage of picks correctly. Yep. But I do hold that if you had picked your own matchup, you would have gotten more losses, and I would have won.
1: Did you pick your own matchup every week?
0: Every week, and I picked myself to win every week. Now, we didn't actually pick in week one. So technically, I went eight and four, picking myself.
1: So, Why didn't we pick in week
0: one? Uh, we actually missed a week of the podcast. We did a pre or a post-draft, um, but it was too far in advance of week one to actually pick. And then we did the, the second one after week one. Uh. Uh, quick note on weekly prizes. Uh, almost all of us have won a week. The only person that has not won a weekly prize is Laura. We have two weeks left. This would be the first time in league history that all 12 league members have won just a little something. Yeah. Uh, I will mention that the one week that Barrett won was uh, a shared prize with uh, the bingo with six other people. So she actually only has, I think, a sixty six to her name, which is still something. Yeah. Uh, she's not going to win her money back, most likely. But uh, well, everybody's got a piece of something.
1: The only people that can win their money back... Are- I believe like if if Corey gets knocked out this week then it would be basically Corey's won his money back mm-hmm. and more one like you will have won your money back and more cuz I think even finishing second gets you your money back.
0: Yeah, I believe second is 69.99. Yeah. So whoever and... gets second is going to get their money back. Whoever gets first is going to get their money back and Corey's already won both most points. Yeah. And probably best week. There's still two more weeks left to get 220-something Yeah, so we points. need
1: someone to get 220 points. That would be great. And then we could have four potential uh, people get their money back, which yep. would be nice. It would be like, hey, <laughs> spread the joy. Yeah. Uh,
0: all right, so on that note, this week's weekly prize, most sacks by your team defense. So don't know that there's a whole lot... You can do about that, just uh, roll the dice and, and hope that your team defense gets a bunch of sacks. Yes. All right, joining us this week, one of our semi-finalists. <laughs> Neil. Neil. <laughs> Neil is the semi-finalist. Live from the island. Neil, how you doing? Oh, that was it. Okay, uh, also joining us live from the island, Corey Duncan. Corey, how you doing? Uh, we are watching a thrilling episode of Wheel of Fortune.
1: It is a special episode with Mickey and Minnie co hosting.
0: I have already locked in my winning lineup this week. There's no more work to be done. Just going to sit back and watch the points roll in. Yeah.
1: You're not gonna say anything I was about told, your matchup. I, I, was told,
2: I was told to be to, be, uh, to reserve my extended monologues and uh, uh, braggadocious uh,
1: stick uh, until later in the episode. So I'm, I'm letting you guys go. Okay, cool. So, um, how have you been, Corey? I'm doing all right. Uh,
2: you know, from a fantasy perspective, I got to kick back and and.
1: Well, I was talking more as, about as life. I,
2: as, I laid back, as I laid back in my uh, hammock and, and enjoyed a, a margarita.
1: Mm-hmm. I was talking more about life, you know, being a single dad this week.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, uh, just prior to uh, this conversation, I was telling you guys that uh, I, I had a near-death experience Moment, moments ago. Um, folks, chew your food, because if not, you may choke. And here, all alone in my house, I had a concerned dog looking on while I was choking and uh, had this prolonged 20-minute near-death experience where I saw my championship flash before my eyes. And uh, it really, it really terrified me that I wasn't gonna be able to see Lamar Jackson hoisting that trophy. And uh, so I, I powered through, only for the main purpose of winning this championship.
0: And I'll go back to eating salmon in, in two weeks. <laughs> 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 okay. Would Neil have helped you out at all, or would he just stared at you, waited for you to decompose so that you're easy to digest?
2: <laughs> he probably. I mean, I, I think that it's it's well known that if you die, that your cat will eat your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know that's that's probably the more likely thing. I think Neil would be sad. He was, he was looking on and he was helpless. He didn't know what he could do. He uh, he knows about the Heimlich,
1: but he couldn't reach. <laughs> well, you need to lie down on the floor, but in the future if this happens mm-hmm. again and then get him to jump on your chest. That's
2: smart.
0: That's mm-hmm. smart. I'll take notes. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, back at it this week. Um, we've got We've got an exciting slate of matches. we got a full slate. You had a, a nice restful week last week, it sounds like, filled with margaritas and bad decisions. Um, let's uh, let's get into the toilet ladder a little bit. Have you been following the toilet ladder at all? Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's the the
2: one that's probably the most exciting battle to follow since the championship is foregone conclusion. So, yeah. you know, really focusing on the other side is the, yeah. the more really an experience for, for uh, fans and onlookers well
1: I'm glad you agree with us that Andrew should be winning the championship and it's like there's no need to debate that so yeah let's go on to the toilet ladder like who do you think is going to eat wings
2: <laughs> if I had to guess today I'm going to pick Barrett uh just don't see a whole lot of hope in there um but I am rooting for uh, Andrew's team to lose. Maybe just because not that I have anything against Andrew. I just feel like the experience of watching Andrew eat the wings and, and sweat and make uh, kind of sounds <laughs> would be probably the most uh, enjoyable
0: an experience for the rest of us. How big, how big of an upset would it be if Andrew ate wings? You know he came in, fourth highest scoring team in the league and now he's one loss away from being in the Toilet Bowl. Would it be a bigger upset for him to get last place or for anybody besides yourself to win the championship, in your humble opinion?
2: Definitely for him to lose, actually, because of what you said. You know, this is a borderline playoff team, scored a lot of points during the regular season, and then just can potentially have a run of terrible luck to finish the season and just lose those games, even though he may have better teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's an upset. I, I actually, despite, you know, uh, there being a clear
0: favorite, I do think the four best teams are in the Final Four in our playoff bracket. I would agree. Um, and I, I would also agree with the Barrett assessment. You know, we made our picks last week for who was going to eat wings, and I really wanted to pick Barrett. Unfortunately, I also really wanted AJ to lose and, uh, you know... Stress out for another week. Based, Yeah, based on math that was impossible because you two are facing each other. And so I had to pick Barrett so that AJ was eligible for wings. Um, but my heart was on Barrett's team to eat wings. Uh, how disappointed are you that AJ is already, uh, clinched, not eating wings,
1: oh, yeah. but is unclenched. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that it would be,
2: uh, desirable for any of the teams that are going into next season with extra money to, uh, the ones that had to eat the wings and maybe had some keeper penalties. But actually, I think I'm more disappointed as much as I I, uh, love to uh, cheer for AJ's uh, bad things. uh, I I really wanted Eric to lose. Uh, I was just so excited about him having the least amount of money and the penalty.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That would have been interesting. It's like 150 bucks and no keepers or having to eat wings twice in a row
0: yeah Yeah. Uh, alright well let's get into the sexy matchups we've got a couple of semi finals uh, and went back did a little research we've got Christina and Badger facing off one of those two is going to make it into the final which means we will have a lady in the final five out of six years very exciting You know, if we, uh, anytime we're trying to attract ladies to the league, sometimes they're a little hesitant, um, you know, guys get a reputation for being kind of trash talky or whatnot, but it just goes to show that, uh, ladies are just as good at fantasy football as the guys are.
2: And that all of those ladies are probably our our finest trash talkers in the league, particularly Badger.
0: It just the thing silence. with Badger is it's such small doses. We need more of that gold because whenever she speaks, it's fantastic.
2: But it's the it's sort of it's the silence that gets you. I you guess. Know? so, yeah. <laughs> like, like oh she didn't make a comment. I see what she's doing there.
0: Yeah, you know you how know, you know it how judgmental a little she bit. is. It
1: really makes you think. Uh huh. Okay. So. All right.
0: Well, so let's get into the matchup a little bit. Christina has the highest projection in the league this week with a one thirty. Badger. Clocking in with a 116. Um, It's going to be a tight battle. I've loved Badger's team all year. It's it's taken other people a little longer to get on board. Um, I've also been on record saying I think Christina has the most talent on her team. She's going with a bold strategy, waiver wire quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. Also, bold strategy, Badger going waiver wire quarterback, Eli Manning. It's crazy. Oof. Yeah, I mean, there's there's
2: a few things to take away there. First of all, Ryan Tannehill is like the hottest quarterback in the league. That's true. Uh, well, Eli Manning is Eli Manning is Eli Manning. <laughs> um, I just I, I just got the misfortune of watching him on Monday fun, Monday Night Football, like the rest of us,
1: mm-hmm. and uh, we were reminded exactly who
0: Eli Manning was. I mean, somebody who's not very good at football. Mm-hmm. Did you know, in the second half, I think it was that they had a total
2: of. 36 yards, the Giants did. Wow. Something like that. 36 or 46. Something less than 50. Uh, and, and Eli Manning is uh, is largely responsible for that, that gold. I'm really um, uh, intrigued by the decision making of putting Eli Manning into a starting lineup, um, as well as the likes of Mike Kisicki, Ronald Jones, second fiddle, Kareem Hunt. Uh, I don't actually see this as a close game. Okay. I've been on record as saying Christina is the second best team in the league I stand behind that and probably even more so than I used to think if, if there's a team that scares me it's this one I think Christina wins by about 45 45 points okay yeah I think Badger fails to reach 100 points in this game
1: wow mm-hmm. so I have one question to ask which is are you starting Devontae Parker this week
2: am I doing well with him Starting him. Am starting him? He's uh, one of the best receivers in the league. The only reason why I wouldn't is his whole concussion business. Exactly. Uh, we're definitely facing some adversity, but uh, yeah, he's, he's he's locked into the lineup as of right now uh, pending medical clearance.
1: But see, there goes Lyon Tannehill's number one target. Oh,
2: no Tannehill doesn't sorry. play for the Dolphins. <laughs> Was in the
1: Dolphins.
2: This is... This is where fans of this podcast can get this hard-hitting enough. <laughs> if you take away one thing, it's that Ryan Tannehill quarterback in Titans, not the
0: Dolphins. We, we actually here. pulled Why that clip. Patrick. We pulled that clip directly from 2018. So that's the... Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, so <laughs> let's move on a little bit. Um, look, I'll say this. She's got Eli Manning in the starting lineup. She's got... Jimmy G, handsomest man of football on the bench. I feel like when push comes to shove and she's looking at that lineup Sunday morning, Jimmy G's going to find his way in there. I know Eli's going up against Miami, but...
2: I think she's enticed by that matchup.
0: Hard to sit Jimmy G, right? Uh,
2: I mean, I, I don't necessarily want to uh, provide fantasy advice on this show, uh, but... Joey Garoppolo should be in all-starting lands for any team that owns them. Well,
0: let me ask you this. You know, you're very confident that you're going to be in the final. If you're going to face a team in the final, don't you want it to be the team that you do not think is the better one? Wouldn't you want Badger to make it to knock Christina out?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm of a couple minds on this. I think uh, I actually was telling Badger the other night that uh, on, on the one hand, I do want to face her in the finals, um, not necessarily because of what you were saying, that I think it's an easier matchup, but for the revenge factor. There's one team that has beaten me this
0: year, and it was Badger.
2: Okay. That is the same argument for why I wouldn't want to face her, because what if I do face her, and something magical happens, and she beats me twice in one year, and the only two losses are to her, and that would be devastating. Yeah. Uh, Kind of want to avoid that situation. The other thing I, I was talking to Christina about is that we kind of want us to be in the finals so that we can uh, laugh at all of you from our island and uh, just you know let you all know that uh, you guys are just uh, all a big ball of yarn that we the big cats play with just for for fun.
1: <laughs> so okay. I was I was going to ask you, Corey. Like, so your number one outcome for this season is for you to win, right? That's the
2: objective,
1: yeah That's obvious Uh, Number two Is what? Like, I don't know Is it for you For you to lose to Christina in the final? For Christina to win? Right? Or like? Sure, if I was
2: going to rank people that I want to win It's me Christina And then it's that the uh, The the internet breaks and nobody else wins
1: Okay So number two is Christina wins So now would you rather, in the 2A slash 2B, would you rather be in the final with Christina and lose to her, or would you rather lose this week and then Christina wins? So you're not even in the final.
0: You'd be free to root for Christina in yeah. that case.
1: Yeah. No, I I
2: uh, very much prefer losing to Christina. Uh, this is such a weird line of questioning because this is presupposing that there would be a loss in my future. Uh, <laughs> well, there
1: was one in but, your past, so but, obviously, but of
2: course, of course, uh, losing to Boyd is, is not—it's completely untenable. Uh, that's 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 not something that is acceptable. Not something that uh, we're going to allow to happen, and uh, just would be a, a terrible outcome.
0: Okay, well, let's... Uh... I, I didn't understand... Yeah, I, I was going to
2: shock you, but uh, I listened to your podcast. Um, but uh, I didn't understand the, the love that Boyd gets from, from people like Laura and Andrew that they say that they always want to root for you. <laughs> um, how, what, what is it about your character on this podcast and just kind of in the, the community that, that makes people fans of you but but everybody wants me to lose. I'm I'm aren't guys a lovable, likable character in all this.
0: It's just kind of my uh, my chi, my aura. I don't know. It's uh, it's not anything I can uh, teach or really describe. It's just uh, you know, it's just boso
2: yeah, I can't.
0: You know what I you can't need? imagine. Uh, you need, what you it need. Is that, that
2: paints me as a villain in this league. I thought I was very complimentary of everybody all throughout this process.
0: I think it's the nickname. I think you need a self-given, uh, dorky nickname that everybody at first makes fun of you for and then they, they come to appreciate, so... Uh, yeah. I don't know. Corden? Uh, my brother, his name is Jeremy. One day he told us that he wanted to be called JJ. <laughs> and
2: we, we, and we, we all laughed at
0: him. <laughs> we can call you Cece if you want. Yeah. Okay. Alright, well let's uh let's get some picks. You're on record going Christina by forty five. AJ, what do you think? Forty five.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna put uh the, the final score as uh one thirty
0: seven
1: to whatever minus forty five is. Mm, Ninety two. Okay. I I, I will go so I'm just looking for it. I really like uh Fournette. Don't like Gordon. I like Hill. What do you
2: not like about Melvin Gordon?
1: He's going up against Minnesota. <laughs> um yeah. CMC's going up against Seahawks, which isn't great. Kaleem Hunt's going against Arizona, which is good, but Julian Edelman's good. Cooper against LA. He's probably gonna get one of the two, but he's gonna get uh Ramsey, more than likely. So yeah, I will go with Clistina. As well.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Badger for reasons unbeknownst to myself, but I'm just I'm going out on a limb. I like the upset here. Tyreek hasn't quite been himself. Kamara has definitely not been himself. And, you know, Thomas is going to score like 30 points. Uh, Fournette has been somewhat slumping. I mean, by slumping, I mean like 12 to 15 instead of 20 to 25. Um, I just, I kind of like the crazy thing here. I'm going to go Badger.
1: Okay. So, w- those are locked in. Now, let's get to the marquee matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, The marquee final. Boso is versus CC. Boso versus CD.
0: <laughs> he likes to go by you know, CC. You know
1: what
2: what's... What's fun is uh, I just clicked on this matchup and... ESPN is showing me previous matchups between these two. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know uh, if you remember what happened last time when you and I say stuff, um, but I won.
0: Yeah. No, I you remember know
2: what that. what the score was. You I, know what the score was.
0: I can see that it was 124 to 69.
2: Yeah,
0: 124.3, thank you very Oh, much. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah,
1: no, that, that was a shellacking. Okay. I think this is, I mean, this is how you start off
2: this analysis. This is, This is a team that has scored less than 117 points only three times. One of them was when we were relaxing on a bye week. Mm -hmm. And another team that sometimes has good weeks and often has games where they score somewhere between 50 and 60 points. That's just, that's not, that's not hard. That's not boxy.
1: Okay, so we've got got Paulie's opening the marks. Now I want Boyd's (laughs) opening the marks. And then we're going to go... Position by position, where I would like you to say why your player is good. Or why your position group is good. Okay. Uh, I'll start off
0: by saying this. Uh, Corey's got a very good team. I wish that I could win a fantasy championship without having to face it, or Christina's, or Badger's for that matter. I'd like to face AJ 16 times a season. I'd definitely win the championship if I did that. Um... But I'm going to throw some stats at you. I've outscored Corey two of the past three weeks. Uh, I've outscored Corey five out of 14 weeks in total, which is not great. But five times this year, not, not good. I've, I've outscored him. So this is not out of the realm of possibility here. I feel like my team is pinking, peaking, and Corey's team is tapering off a little bit. He's got some question marks all over his roster right now. And so, I feel like this matchup could go either way.
1: So let's start with that. So our quarterbacks in the record right now are Carson Wentz against Washington versus Lamar Jackson against, I cannot read, (laughs) Jets.
0: Yes, Thursday night football.
1: So Corey, how do you feel about giving, potentially having a really nice lead come Thursday night, potentially giving Boyd too much information?
2: what would he do with that information Um,
1: he may make some more like changes to his lineup to make him a little bit more like high floor players instead of high ceiling if Jackson has like two points it's it's interesting sometimes when we get to like open the curtains and
2: understand what is happening inside AJ's brain what he's thinking (laughs) about his fantasy team and decisions he makes. Um, I, I think Lamar Jackson playing on Thursday night is uh, not actually the outcome that we want because he does have this little like I think bruised quad or something to that effect where his leg is uh, bothering him a bit and I wish he had until Sunday to recover. That said, I'm excited about being able to watch this on Thursday Night Football. Lamar on one leg is going to run for about 45 yards more than Carson Wentz will throw for, uh, and I'm I'm just excited about seeing that on prime time. Okay. I'm not worried about the injury. Corey, do I you think have he's a backup? Probably get a 32 points.
1: 32 points. Okay. Do you have a backup?
2: 32 points. I my Uh Why would I want a backup?
1: Because, he, you mean, as he you ruled said, ruled he's out? injured. He may not play. <laughs> yeah, Corey, well, you should probably.
2: Not, if he does not play, I have. Find a few backups on the roster, or I could uh, go uh,
0: into the waiver pool and pick up the likes of Mitch Trubisky. I I noticed Mitch <laughs> Trubisky <Allen>. is available.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of great
0: waiver wire options. Yeah, I feel confident in any of those guys. Mm-hmm.
2: But there's there's nothing. This is a silly conversation. Lamar is toughening out. Like I said, heart of a champion. This is the locker room leader. The, the team follows his lead. He's playing. He's putting up points.
1: Okay, Boyd
0: uh yeah look it'd be silly for me to say anything besides Lamar Jackson has the edge here um he's been the number one quarterback in fantasy all year um I will say this over the past two weeks Wentz has outscored Lamar Jackson though so crazier things have happened I'll give Corey the edge but that's not a big edge
2: okay Carson Wentz lost all of his receivers and uh I believe something happened was line. um <laughs>
0: Well, if you I'm watch that Monday night game, which you are, negative points. you are on record as saying you you did watch Monday night. You know that all those receivers went out by the second half, and it was just Ertz and Goddard for that second half, and some guy named Greg Ward, and he was still able to get 300 yards and two touchdowns. I'll be it in overtime. I'll give you that, but uh,
2: yeah, you're, you're giving the, the overtime excuse, not the fact that the absence of
0: a giant secondary uh, was behind those points. Well, he gets the absence of a Washington secondary this week, so I feel like that's a wash.
1: So we're now going to move on to the running back group. Yeah, right. Both of you are currently starting three running backs, one in the flex. Uh-huh. Uh, we have... Champions, too. Sorry? I'm
0: sorry, carry on. He's referring to my team because I'm a champion. Corey has not himself won a championship. In fact... I'll just note the last oh, the time
2: championship was arguably more more impressive.
0: Yeah, I have two of those. Uh so the last time Cory and I faced each other in the playoffs, I believe I spanked him by about seventy points. Corey, do you remember that? That was in a champion yeah. championship. Uh I don't know if it was seventy
2: points, but uh yeah, no, Todd Gurley uh uh made it An uh,
0: insurmountable yeah. victory. All right. Back back to the discussion, AJ. H- sorry for the digression.
1: So we've got uh, Alan Jones, Nick Chubb, Mark Ingram in my personal ranking, which is that way. Yeah. Okay. And then we have Dalvin Cook, Zeke, and Bell again in my ranking. Uh huh. Um,
2: yeah. The analysis here is easy. So there's 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 three guys on on Boyd's team. Their names are Mark, Aaron, and Nick. <laughs>
1: On my team Named Ezekiel Dalvin And LeVion. You tell me who's winning that match Well LeVion sounds like a Sounds like someone who would be standing on Highway 99 at 9pm at night Yeah
2: (laughs) I wish I could open those curtains again And understand that
1: (laughs) (laughs) Have you never driven on a war Late at night (laughs) no. <laughs> Why
2: are their names Le'Veon?
1: Because that's what Le'Veon sounds like to me.
2: <laughs> awesome. All right. All right. Hey, what's your analysis?
1: Um, I'll start. I'll
0: say I. I'll go ahead and give Corey the slight edge here. His running backs have been very productive. Le'Veon. I he's stuck in this kind of 12 point thing, which is good, but not great. Um, my guys have fallen off a little bit. You know, Chubb's got to contend with Kareem hunt. Ingram's got to contend with that stupid quarterback over there. Uh, so I'll give him the slight edge, but I do have the boom potential with Jones and Chubb. So, uh, it'll be close, but I'll give Corey the slight edge here.
1: So, uh, I didn't give
2: You're my, just pandering to
1: AJ without language. I didn't give my analysis. I uh, I will say that I think I'll give Wentz the edge over Jackson. Wow. Okay. Because of the injury concern. And if they know he cannot run, mm-hmm. they will force him to... Or if they know he's injured, like some part of his leg. Yeah. They will force him to run and hope that he injures it more. Mm. Okay. Right? But even if he just like
2: hops on one leg, don't you think he's faster than most players on the Jets' defense?
1: Mm. Maybe, it's possible. Uh, we'll find out tomorrow I mean, night. I
2: haven't, I haven't seen that test.
1: Yet. So then, if I was to completely rank my like the running backs, I would say yes. Uh, I would go Cook, then Elliott, then Jones, then Chubb, then Ingram, and then Bell is last.
2: And And then some dude
1: From Highway 99 Yes Some dude With Who's named Le'Veon I I definitely see Like who Like Dalvin's Gonna have a great game Zeke may not Have a great game Against the Lambs uh, Front Jones is Against Chicago Who've been giving up A lot of points Mm -hmm. Uh, And Chubbs Against Arizona Again, lots of points. And the other interesting thing is Mark Ingram gets a lot of receiving yards from Lamar Jackson. Right? There's a little bit of, like, okay. A little covering there, yeah, you're saying? Yeah, a little covering, but okay. I don't want to say that word. I mean, I'll say that last time this. I said that, yeah, it didn't work out too well.
0: I mean, if Lamar is hurt, that might be a bigger game for Mark Ingram. Yep. So we'll see how that one plays out.
1: So yeah, I'll give a slight edge to Corey just because Zeke and Dalvin are so much better than anyone else on a week-to-week basis.
0: Corey, who do you give the running back edge to? Clearly, it's my team. Uh,
2: I don't hate the running backs that are on the other side here. Uh, I just I'm, I'm uninspired by all of them. Uh, they have they have the potential to have some big breakout games, but they've got really low floors. I'm um, I'm banking on. Uh, Shubb and Jones in particular. Uh, I'm predicting that they're going to have subpar games, probably in the seven to 10 point realm. Uh, and that's going to be great. I do think Mark Ingram's going to have a big game. Uh, so I, I, I'm at least uh, feeling like he's going to be at some competition. But Zeke and Cook are going to have huge games. And uh, prediction that the dude from 99 scores two touchdowns on Thursday.
0: Okay, well, let's go to the receivers now. For the Boso squad, we got DJ Moore going up against Seattle and Kenny Galladay up against Tampa. And then on the CC squad, we got Odell Beckham going to Arizona and Devonte Parker going to the Giants. What are the chances Corey starts somebody besides one of those two players? High. Okay. What are the chances Corey starts somebody besides Odell Beckham?
1: Low. Okay. Especially because of um, the last week that just happened. Okay. Like, Odell scored him a bunch of points. He was probably the only person to score him a bunch of points last week because he had such a pitiful out- outing. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: You're saying that Odell Beckham scored me a bunch of points last week?
1: Yes. He scored
0: me 4.9 points on oh. 2 for 39. That's a lot of points based on Odell Beckham's production this yeah, year, though, right? Okay. And What's the week before that? That's got to be like one of his. He scored 4.4 the week before. He's done
1: well. Fine. fine. Uh, but it is, it is something
2: that uh, it's just a matter of sometimes when you're uh, a fantasy football superstar like Odell Beckham, it's hard to get up for the games that don't mean anything. <laughs> and he's just been saving it. He's been saving it. He's waiting to flip that switch. And it happens this week against a the Arizona defense. This is what he's been saving it for. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a taste the very first week that we acquired him following the trade, where he scored twenty nine points. Ever since then, he's just been on cruise control. Wait for this moment. This is where it happens.
0: Okay. Uh, what are the chances you're going to start Mike Williams this week? Let, let's say uh, let's say no injuries. Like if there's no injuries, is that Odell and Devontae?
2: No injuries, this is the the duo. Uh, Devontae, uh, we've had his back for a long time. Um, He played his way into a long-term contract, essentially, with this team. Michael Williams, we've been giving him shots. We've been trying to get him to try out. He got a start last week just to see if he might get a chance to start this week. But it's just painful to watch uh, the Chargers games. Philly Rivers hates throwing him the ball, except like once or twice a game, he'll throw a deep bomb to him. But just he's too inconsistent. So that's that's not the kind of thing that's going to be a playoff starter on, the, on my team. Devontae is the man. Love love me some Devontae. Potentially signing him to a keeper
0: contract. All right. So if Devontae is out, are you going to the waiver wire for your second receiver?
2: Uh, remains to be seen. It might, it might be Mike Williams, but uh, okay, probably Mike
1: Williams. Yeah, all right. What do you say about your wide receivers? I like my receivers. Detroit, number two wide receiver. and Kenny Galladay, number six receiver
0: in fantasy. DJ Moore, number 10 receiver in fantasy. Uh, On the other side, I'm looking at number 21 and number 31. Do you want me to acknowledge the Marvin Jones comment you're apparently trying to make? I won that bet. Like, not only did Galladay outscore them while they're on the field together, but Marvin Jones always gets hurt, and so it's an easy bet.
1: Okay. He's, so, and you did hear that he's, he's out for the season
0: now yeah and he's out for the year yeah yes yeah uh, but are you so this I did the same question to you yeah uh, are these
2: definitely starters you just spent some big money on AJ Brown uh, midseason acquisitions Stefan Diggs is sitting on your bench uh-huh
0: uh, budding superstar
2: Gordon Sutton is on your bench yeah are these the right guys
0: there is no guarantees that it will be more in Galladay, but I can tell you that any one of those five would be better than the two that you're rolling out. <laughs> oh, <So.
1: laughs> shots five. DJ Moore does have the the DJ Moore uh,
2: pick is a good one because he's not facing a real NFL defense.
0: That's right. I mean, based on what the Rams did, I'm I'm looking for a Robert Woods like performance
1: out of him. Yeah. So um, my take is, I think like. What you're hoping for. Well, my take on the wide receivers is, yes, I give Boyd a huge advantage in wide receivers. A huge advantage? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So (laughs) we're moving into tight ends. (laughs) Well, hold
0: on a second. Now, Corey, uh, do you still like your receivers better than my receivers, or are you willing to concede this one?
1: If we were to redraft, he's today.
0: not going to
2: give you a dab okay I would pick
0: both of those guys before any of your wide receivers both Odell and Avante yes okay so he's not going to
1: give you anything
0: uh, which two receivers do you like in this matchup what's the question the question is which two receivers do you think will score more points this week your two or my two well, my two, yeah. Okay. So, these, 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 these are guys. First of all, let's play that same game that we uh, we played earlier. Okay.
2: Uh, you have a guy named DJ and a guy named Kenny. <laughs> and then I have Odell <laughs> and Devontae. Uh huh. I have a like, serious name advantage up and down this lineup.
0: Yeah, you do. Well, we're about to get to that the. That
2: alone is get a net knee plus twenty
0: five points. We're about to get to the tight ends here, and I feel like it's pretty even name wise. We got Zach versus Travis. I mean, you couldn't go get uh, Mo alley Cox. Like that guy's winning the name game. <laughs> I feel like you need to go pick him up and start him. That way, you have total name domination. It's a hot take. Uh, all right. Well, Zach versus Travis. I feel like this is close. We got the number one tight end against the number two tight end. Uh, One is projected for eleven point eight. The other one's projected for thirteen. Matchups: We got Ertz going against Washington. We got Kelsey going against Denver. Um, I, I'm gonna say this one's too close to call. I feel like it's very even. Uh, Bias Boso is gonna say slight edge to Ertz, but if Kelsey outscores Ertz, I wouldn't be surprised. Corey, how do you it's how do you break analysis. this one down? It's fair
2: analysis. I I think I give Kelsey the edge, but this one's like a legitimate reason with the Eagles not having any wide receivers. Yeah, the Redskins are going to do what the Giants for some reason didn't do. They're going to triple team Ertz, and the other guys are going to be the ones that are going to make them beat him. I think he gets somewhat slowed down if that shut down because of that,
1: and Kelsey does his normal thing. Okay. Uh, I think that while that may happen unlikely because Ertz just keeps getting open and they they will do two tight end sets and put in Goddard and then it's like okay Goddard will start having good points when Goddard
2: catches balls
1: yep but then like are you still going to be double teaming triple teaming Ertz when Goddard's beating you down and it's just as easy. They'll even it up.
0: Uh. All right. On to the defenses and kickers. Uh, You've got Pats D going to Cincinnati and I've got Steelers D home against Buffalo. Uh, Number one defense gets number two defense. On paper, this looks like an advantage for you and I will concede that you have the advantage. Uh, But don't sleep on the Steelers. You know, they've... Had some matchups that don't look like they're great, and they continue to score points. Pats have not scored double digits in, I believe, four weeks in a row. Um, But Cincinnati is kind of a mess right now, so uh, I'll give the edge, slight edge, to the Patriots. I liked this better uh, a few weeks ago when the Bengals were starting. Ryan Finley at quarterback. Sure, they've gone back
2: to Andy Dalton, unfortunately, and he's at least competent.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but we've been eager to get back to these final two weeks of the season when the Patriots' schedule looks like the first couple of weeks of the season schedule. So I'm hoping uh, we see that magic again, where they score touchdowns and we get 20 plus points. But I I, I respect this uh, Steelers defense as a, as a a high caliber fantasy defense.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking at their numbers. They've been putting numbers
1: up since like week three. Uh, if we weren't so excited about the pickets earlier in the season, this would have been the fantasy defense that was really bad. Yeah. Uh, this is a close one. It's a close yeah. one. I agree. It's a lot closer on paper than it seems. Uh, yeah.
0: Kickers. Uh, Zerline for me, Tucker for you. Um, I don't know, they're both going to score like three points Well, so. who's in the dome? Uh, Zerline is in
1: a dome Right Tucker is outside in at night In the elements At night At Colder. night Who knows? Who knows? Like, I'll give it to Tucker, Zerline Tucker is not affected by these stats <laughs> Okay <laughs> He has a uh, so, leg Alright uh, Let's do these get stats. your it's final prediction now And why you will win from each of you, well, and then I'll give you We haven't completed this, this
2: kicker analysis Zerline, do you realize last week We had this ch- <coughs> This challenge where uh, The most points scored by a kicker Was going to earn you nine ninety nine, And it was called the
1: Legatron What did Zerline do in that week? He got <laughs> zero points Yeah, we've only that talked about this call. You just went that on the call
2: This guy is, is He does not respect the game And uh, I don't think that this guy has the the heart of champion, and that may be the downfall
0: of Boyd's team. It sounds like we need to rename the challenge to the young Hung Koo. He of 12 points in the kicker week and a fumble recovery, which was not counted for. Crazily, there needs to be a stat next year. Yeah, more kicker stats. All right, top to bottom. Final prediction. Yeah. I predict that I'm going to score
2: 149 points. And Boyd's team is going to
0: score 107 points. Okay. Gave me double digits. I like that. Triple digits. Uh, triple didn't, digits. I did give you triple digits. <laughs> <laughs> Zero is still a digit. Math <laughs> is hard. Uh, all right, AJ, how do you break this one down?
1: Well... I want yours first. You want me first? Yeah. All right.
0: Um, I think I am going to win 129 to 117. Corey loves 117, so all I got to do is get 118. I think I, I think I break it by 12 points. 129,
1: 117. So
2: Marketing gold. Well, thank you for at least giving me quadruple
1: tickets. <laughs> I don't like this matchup uh, prediction because it's on two injuries that I'm predicting on. Okay. I have to predict on Lamar Jackson being healthy or not, and uh, Devontae Parker being healthy or not. Mm-hmm. And if both of them are out, it's you. You've won. Okay. Like, it means, like, you you get a huge advantage. I don't even know who Corey will pick up. Uh, and... If Lamar Jackson is out, and you will know this by, like, 3 p.m. tomorrow, you may be picking up a whole bunch of quarterbacks.
0: I may have already started picking up quarterbacks.
1: Because, <laughs> yeah. Corey, do you have a quarterback on your bench? Yeah, he's got okay, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. He's a fantasy star. Yeah, he's decent. Uh, All right,
0: well, let me ask you this, AJ. About six weeks ago, you made the bold call that if Corey loses, it's going to be because he started somebody... That maybe he wasn't supposed to Uh, Would you like to clarify that at this point?
1: No, he will have tinkered with his lineup a little bit too much Okay And unfortunately, like now, he's got no depth Okay Like, who do you put in as the flex? Uh,
0: Maybe it's Tevin Coleman Maybe it's Mike Williams Maybe he starts Mike Williams over a healthy Devontae Parker Who knows?
1: Sure Maybe he starts Mike Williams over healthy Odell Beckham. Yeah, okay. And he picks up another wide receiver because Devonte Parker. Rec- is out.
2: Recognize that you are talking about these wide receivers as being subpar. These are the same wide receivers that have been subpar for the entirety of the season.
1: And yes, I and we've called them subpar for the else. entirety of the season. Mm-hmm. Imagine how many more points we would have scored if those guys were good. Uh, that it happened this week. Okay. AJ, who are you picking? So, my heart is wanting to say you, right? Okay. Because I want Corey Rivers Like right? I'm not gonna pick him this week nor next. Don't care who, if he gets blue, who he's up against, I'll still be picking the other two. Okay. So. Just makes me sad. <laughs> it it <laughs> Good. I think my head is also leaning towards you because of Jackson's injury. Right. we're taping this on Wednesday. We don't know anything about the Thursday night game. I think that Jackson's injury is going to be severely limited. Uh, it is a. Who are the Ravens playing? Jets. Jets. So it isn't in in division. Which I would have. If it was in the division, if it was in AFC North, like them even playing the Browns, I would have thought, oh, the Browns' defense could probably cause some pain to Jackson. So, it's a tough one. I will go with you. Who is you? Uh, <laughs> Both. <laughs> so, all right.
2: <clears throat> I, have a, I have a question for you. Other than the three of us, uh, who else in the league
1: do you think will be excited to listen to this forty-five minute (laughs) breakdown? Well, Christina, because she's healing your voice for like how many days? Uh Well, well, Badger may be getting some
0: insight into our teams. I'm I'm unclear, Um, but look, we only had uh, I think six people listened to last week's episode and that includes the three of us. So really this thing's for the three of us anyway. So who gives a shit? <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's try wrapping this up. Uh, we have analyzed this matchup to the nth degree. Uh, I'm sure there will be plenty more decisions to be made, uh, whether it's, uh, which trash talk comment to send, uh, or what have you, but, uh, looking forward to it. Um, okay. Make a quick announcement. Uh, there's going to be a watch party at the Soderquist Banner this weekend on Sunday morning. I'll have two TVs set up, one with Red Zone, one with the Seahawks game. So anybody is welcome to come on over and watch me destroy Corey Duncan's fantasy football team. Um, and
1: uh, and there you have it. Cool. Any last words, Corey?
2: I just want you to know that I love all of you very much, and I appreciate all the encouragement that you (laughs) provide (laughs) me.
1: That that is nice to hear. So it will be a exciting final two weeks. I think, like I was telling Boyd earlier on in the podcast, that this seems like one of the first times where we've had some some of our very active league members be in the finals together like normally it's only been like one or two like like Badgers are there you
2: know like all the all the main active players (laughs) but it is the most definitely I think this is the best four that we've had in the final four in terms of team quality the right teams made
0: it and we didn't have that sort of weird like wait what happened why are they in the championship yeah
1: so I am excited to see who wins. I am hoping it is not Boyd and not Corey. Okay. But I know one of you is going to have a chance next. That's week. true. For obvious reasons, you. I don't want you to be a two-time champ before me. Uh huh. And Corey, I don't want him to win. Like, my ultimate joy is doesn't matter who out of Christina or Andrew wins. I'll be happy. Christina wins; she'll hoard it over Corey. Andrew wins it continues the first in straight to the top.
0: Are you excited for one of the two of Corey and I to be absolutely devastated when we lose or if we lose in the championship? Are you excited for that possibility?
1: Well, one of the two will lose, based on my prediction. Uh, one
0: of the two of us will lose this week, but and in the one championship... one of the two will lose next week. Okay.
1: So, yes, I am excited for that. Uh, I'm hoping there's a island watch party next week. Oh, okay. Potentially starting with the Saturday games, Corey. <laughs>
0: AJ just invited himself yeah, Niners. over. Niners are playing on Saturday. I think
1: we uh, will open the doors. Excellent. Okay, so I think that's it for, that's it for us this week. Uh, happy fantasy football for those that are... Oh, one last thing. We have another league that's going on, which, in which Corley, Boyd, and myself aren't doing uh, too good. Yes, the best ball league. Nobody plays, nobody plays that league. I
0: do believe uh, the top three right now are Andrew Lee, yes. uh, Christina, and my buddy Gabe. So, uh, two. we don't even know if that league ends in week 17 or 16, do we?
1: No. It's a whole... Un- unknown end magical. of the league.
0: Uh, but it looks like it's those three for the title.
1: Yeah. I'm hoping Christina wins. Williams... Can we just pretend that that league isn't happening in ages? Just take
0: the funds for that and put it into the pot for this
1: league. Mm, I kind of like that. <laughs> okay. I'll put it into the pot for this week next year as part of my payment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So finally, uh, that's it from us this week. Good luck. Bye for now. Bye for now.
0: Bye for now.